Hello everyone and welcome to How to Human. Uh, today we have both hosts with us. Um, so here I am, uh, your truly faithfully Nenad, and we also have... Lindsay. Hello, it's me. Hi Lindsay. <laughs> this is the first time you guys get to hear her lovely voice. Let me introduce Lindsay to the world of, um, you know, audio okay. frequencies. Mm. So who is Lindsay? What is Lindsay? Like th these two things are, you know, phenomenon, uh, person. It's it's everything, you know. Um, so so let's 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 start to what's the name? Uh, the, the dissect. Um, <laughs> Lindsay is an amazing uh, girl, woman, female, <laughs> uh, amazing human, uh, amazing girlfriend, amazing friend and uh, yes so many beautiful beautiful things uh what makes her so exquisite in her humaning is her passion is her drive is her mm, sentiment towards a systematic uh, um, applicability of um spiritual beliefs and yeah that's something that is really how can i say driving a lot of people really motivating a lot of people so um, i find lindsay as a person who has natural tendency for leadership like a very very easy going um, leadership not that kind of like i'm going to tell you what you do what to do and you're going to do it more like i'm going to lead by example and you're probably going to want to do this because it's really beautiful how i do it and it's charming as hell so <laughs> this is this is lindsay in a nutshell <laughs> Wow, thank you so much for that introduction. All right, so I'm I'm honored to co-host this podcast with Ned. Ned is also an amazing friend, an amazing person, guy, future boyfriend to someone or husband to someone. <laughs> um, Ned is well averse in world history and he loves to dissect things in a philosophical and psychological way and he's always learning, always, I don't know, trying to, not trying to get to the bottom, always trying to learn more about people and who they really are and he's really good at highlighting who people really are too and practicing a lot of what he's learned and what he preaches and hmm. I don't know I don't want to copy you but I'm like Ned is a Ned is a type of orchestrator and 
behind the scenes leader. So working in those you might not know it's working him. Working in the shadows. <laughs> But something is happen. Something is happening in his mind. Yeah, he's working in the shadows, and something. He's he's he has a hand in something that's going that's on, exactly even if you don't see him anywhere right near the scene. Well, like. <laughs> that's what I want to say. Just going about from teacher to teacher, you know, just planting the seeds. <laughs> Revolt like, again. Oh my gosh, that—that's the word. That's the word. What I think of when I think you of you is revolt. You got it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. There's got to be a million other things I want to say, but I guess. Um. Be be. I want to say. I want to say. When you're around Ned, be mindful of. The type of rebellion that you're going after, because Ned will take it and put it times a hundred. So, um, next segment is why do we do what we do, and what else do we do? So, um, introducing the podcast and us, and you know the connection and the relationship. And let me ask you, Linda. I mean, you haven't done any episodes so far, but um, why? Are you showing interests, interest, and you know why do you want to be a part of this project? I would, I would be a part of any project that Ned wants to do. So it's pretty easy. Yes, for me. I remember you reaching out to me. I feel like it was like in March last year or some months ago, um, and we both wanted to start a podcast and. I don't know. Then we just started doing it together, which is great because I feel like we have always have really good conversations. And I love the title, "How to Human." I love using "humaning" as a verb. Um, and uh, I love talking to people, learning about their experiences, learning about myself, and. Yeah, I think Ned's gonna have some really great interviews on here, and I'm gonna have some great interviews, and then we're gonna talk about all that we've learned or all that we've experienced. And I always am excited to share what I've learned and what I'm experiencing with other people, and just contribute that to kind of the conscious collective. So, yeah. yeah, that's something that you're already doing right now. Yeah, the collective. Oh yes, yeah, the collective. Yes, that is very true. Um, do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of like I, I feel that this would also kind of have been like an extension into another dimension of the thing that you're already doing with the collective. Yeah. So. Actually, over a year ago, which is so crazy to say now, I started the collective, a space for growth. Um, it's a wellness space in my hometown, and I became a yoga. Well, no, I started taking yoga classes that were really supportive for me. During some really hard times, and especially helpful with 
connecting with myself and balancing out my mental health or finding whatever balance there could possibly be. And at the time, I thought yoga classes were just a big investment for me. I was a college student. I couldn't really afford taking the classes. And I always wanted to start uh, an affordable and accessible yoga studio that was available for people of all backgrounds, all incomes, all experiences. And so, yeah, that's what I started. Um, why, why, why do you think that's so important? I mean, I just noticed that whenever I was in a space of wellness, uh, like a yoga class or uh, like a health class or even at like, I worked at a local fitness club and like I went to therapy and I just didn't see a lot of diversity. And I think that there's a big gap in the way the accessibility of resources in the health and wellness area what, of the what, world what and, you... uh, and and a, uh, maybe like also a discomfort of some people to be in those spaces what do you mean exactly i mean i don't know if i want to say this on the podcast but everywhere i went was just like white women that's okay. I was like, where's the rest of the world? Like, why is this not, I don't know, why is this not a priority for other people? Or why is this not available for other people? Or why do other people not feel comfortable coming here? Or why do they do come here and then they don't feel welcome here? Um, We can analyze it a little bit if you want. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm up for I mean, it. First, first of all, I think it's also about sensibility, you know, like everybody has their own expression of physical, physical, uh, how can I say, um, they, exp- they have their own way to express their physical fitness, how to feel well yeah. with their body. And of course, yoga goes very much in nature with the female form and everything else. Even here, I mean, of course, you will see in China, in Shanghai, you will see most of the people who are coming are mostly girls. Yeah. Chinese girls, right? But there are, of course, like the diversity is not is not that big of an issue, I guess, here. I've seen a lot of black girls white men and you know other you know just people from all over the world i guess you know because the nature of of the place right but when when it comes to when it comes to actual places that are not as international um i guess people are more prone to go to their comfort zones the cultural hegemony is stronger you know like if I am white Christian, I'm going to do what white Christians mostly do. If I'm, I don't know, black, I don't know, whatever, I'm going to do what, you know, whatever black people do. Right. So it, it, people tend more to kind of stick to these kind of profiles. And it's it's just how, you know, things are. Only when you analyze, when you only when you reflect, or if you have a sensibility that, you know, is extremely going off those profiles that is pushing you 
to examine them or pushing you to find new comfort zones basically because you don't feel comfortable in the ones that you are already preset in right. by any of these then then you go and then you expand so i guess that would be the why but um also of course if that's 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 the reason why it's not but why it can be more diverse is of course if you have the place of course if you have the culture like you have a stick and a carrot for any any type of behavior right so stick in this case would be you know just the 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 default setting of the human being to be a conservative to fall back you know to the preset to the default and that would be the stick that would be why not but why 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 should why can why yes yes would be let's explore something new you know and there is another that's a second leg of the human nature you know like exploration so if you have if you have something amazing like you're doing that that is you know inviting and supportive and all of these things and of course people would uh, you know tread outside what they know already as as who they are and uh, they would try something new yeah i think the word inviting is really important too because i don't know i feel like i've gotten a sense of like just not feeling even myself kind of um appearance wise i guess fitting in i still just felt like the energy was off like there i was not like part of the the group if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. it makes perfect sense yeah so that's my priority is to create a space where everyone is welcome and everyone feels like they belong that's amazing i mean that's that's something i would want to do as well uh not through yoga maybe because that's not uh that wouldn't be my foundational um uh, what's the name um uh forgot the word Uh, that wouldn't be uh uh, yeah yeah yeah. platform my foundational platform what would be your platform um well i'm all about the mind you know so i i i had this vision about basically similar kind of space but more kind of like philosophical workshop you know like with panels we would just come there and just you know talk about different um propositions in everything you know from from like literally everything uh, like just have a topic and go and then but the only one premise would be no you know superficialness right whatever you do don't be superficial that would be the only premise the reason is that it would actually try to focus you know we would you know and then i guess yeah it would be that's how i see it at least it would be something that would kind of try to put together those two wings of buddhist perspective you know wisdom knowledge factual knowledge like things of you know that that matter but also emotional like if you're superficial you don't need any mental and emotional fitness you can talk about anything for any amount of time and still not get anywhere because you're not focused you don't reflect you don't conclude you just react you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah, it's funny. I wasn't expecting you to explain that way, but explain it that way. Um, but I was sort of thinking about how, I guess, both of these concepts, yours in the more psychological, philosophical way and mine in the more yogic way uh, or physical body way, just, I don't know, I'm thinking about this concept of, I don't know why I want to say we're humanizing these things. But I guess I only mean that in the way that like we're make we we would be making it more available for more people, something that people maybe wouldn't have like dipped their toes into. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Just to to kind of create space and translate the way of doing it into them accessible ways. Right. Yeah, because for right now, I think a lot of a lot of people, or a lot of philosophers, or a lot of people who were like yogis, and they're almost like kind of like saints in my mind. Like they're not real humans, you know. <laughs> the, you know the the way that I actually see these things. I don't know. I, I'm 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 very about like technology, and for me, it's a very easy analogy. If you have a computer, and that computer is, for example, a concept like yoga or certain type of philosophy or thinking and you have people and then the people are having hard time connecting to that is usually because they don't have a right type of cable you know yeah. so they are trying to plug in and this is what we are trying to create we are basically trying to make like you know to update the the plug for 21st century so that they can uh, you know still uh, relate they can still connect to that concept and idea and, you know, extract for them valuable information and knowledge that will help them to, you know, improve themselves. Yeah, I like that a lot. I love that analogy. And I was thinking earlier, like, even if I were to have the most inviting yoga space or if you were to have the most inviting space for people to talk about philosophy and not be superficial every person has to make their own choice to to show up in the way that they want to like it's not the space it's not the environment it's not the people it's like it's internal hmm. so this is this is really the why why i also am trying to do this with my with with you and with this podcast is because or well, i'm also picking up on that energy from you that you are also driven to do these certain things and i i'm really passionate about sharing sharing other uh, sh sharing the, the 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 fact that there are always and there always will be people who will stumble upon true knowledge randomly in their life like they will find out these nuggets of 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 pure wisdom and sometimes that would be really accidentally but sometimes that would be because the people themselves have decided at one point in their life okay i'm i'm what i am so let's try to figure out how to do what i am how to be what i am better basically how to human yeah how to human <laughs> that's perfect so that's 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 basically like really really 
in a nutshell why I love doing this podcast because I really believe that everybody you know like it's you don't need to be a saint you don't need to be out there in Nepal in you know like in I don't know some special clothing in in a church or in a, in a monastery or anywhere else or in a university again in a special clothing <laughs> to, <laughs> to be to be able to you know essentially think like that's that's another thing that i love about thinking it, it's it's fucking free like anybody can do it anybody can just sit read watch listen and think and that's that's all you need to do yeah and i guess that reminds me of like that's like kind of the other side of humanizing it is just allowing people to think in this way or connect their plug in this way to the computer software <laughs> but my reason also is why i decided to to kind of why i believe that thinking is good that we you know like all of this is because when i basically found out how world is systematically unfair i was like okay basically there is a you know cold war you know like a race in armament and the enemy, you know, the fascists, the, the conservatives, the, you know, all these forces, they're already ahead because they have all the, everything that they have. And anything that I can do is just to start, to try to see one step ahead, two steps ahead, three steps ahead. And the only way that I can do it is if I understand the way that they do things and I just do those same things better. So that's 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 what was driving me you know basically i wanted to ha hack the system to 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 destroy the point of the system that tells me you need this to get here you need the money in order to advance you need you know the i don't know this and that degree in order to be this and that you, you need to you know be here and there in order to achieve this and that you know i i wanted really to to kind of just ignore these rules and yeah that was that was my way my way of ignoring all of those and giving myself freedom of those basically through is is through self what's the name for that self self Liberation? Self-liberation? Self-liberation self through thought. Yeah. I'm just processing. I'm just processing everything you just said. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, I was going to say earlier, it's not related anymore, but I was going to say earlier, like, I think it's really important it's really great if you can, um, how do I word this? Like, it's really great if you can develop practices for yourself that you can do privately when you set out this like time and you're in control of all of the pieces, uh, the environment, the people, when you do certain things, but it's, really powerful and beneficial I think to be able to maintain your balance or maintain yourself or maintain I don't know what the word is I'm looking for it just to maintain 
when you're in like a chaotic environment or you're not in your really well controlled scenario like for example if you can meditate in complete silence for five minutes can you meditate in like a busy train station for five minutes Mm -hmm. like bringing those practices into a real world Mm -hmm. situation but yeah i thought of yeah no go ahead i just wanted to share my experience about that because i thought about that a lot like back when i was in serbia i had this kind of almost perfect you know conditions for this like i was back in my room a quiet suburban you know house my own space plenty of space plenty of silence and everything like a totally controllable you know like an environment almost and then i just lock myself in my room and i do you know meditation practice whenever i want you know in the morning late at night and when i came to china it was just like constant chaos non-stop <laughs> like uh, as soon as you give that passport to that uh person to to stamp you already relinquished all control over all, <laughs> over your surroundings and environment almost because that's that's when it starts you know like where do you live how do you live what how does your bathroom looks like uh, where do you work? Who do you work with? Uh, how tired you are? How overwhelmed you are? You know, just getting used to it. It's just you're entering totally new world completely. You're landing on another planet and you need to adjust yourself. So when coming to another country like as big as China, culturally in any, in any other respect, it was a huge, huge dump on that. It took a huge dump on, on my ability to, to kind of yeah I'm gonna meditate now and you know maintain the same level of. I remember clearly like I was I was stunned. Uh, it was just like I was riding a bicycle, and then I entered in China and then just a headwind stopped me in my tracks. Well, not stopped me but slowed me down and I was like I'm cycling but I'm not moving anywhere. What is happening? Oh my gosh. <laughs> So that's 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 what happens, you know. Like, and then then I eventually learned through, you know, I, I I you know started trying again and again and again, and I learned like when you are in an environment where, it's like, also it was an environment in which I had to actually go to work for the first time in my life as like normal work, and yeah, I want to talk about that. I, it, it's it's really really hard to work anything no matter how nice easy chilled cool engaging energetic whatever you want to describe that work is if you're going there and devoting all that much time and energy that is going somewhere you are literally reprogramming yourself to become a person who is uh, extracting that energy and time from focus to money so instead of being a factory of focus and mindfulness and peace peacefulness you're being a factory of money and these sort of things so it's it's it really changes the fabric of what you are it changes literally you know fabric in any kind of way that you want to (laughs) fabric in the way of you know 
do making you, it, but also yeah. Do you think it's just China that kind of created this chaos? No, or no, Or do no. you think China... like were you living at, at your parents' house when you were back in Serbia? No, China. China is just because it's it's overwhelming. It's but just it's because it's big. You know that's that's why it added uh, like another additional layer. But as I say, just working five days in a week, six days even a week. That's that's not that's not working anymore. Then you are a job. Right. You're not, you don't even have you don't even have a chance. If you're working six days a week, you don't have a chance. So if you, you were should... working five or six days a week in Serbia, it would be similar, right? Basically, maybe even worse because you know <laughs> Serbia is depressive. <laughs> That's so, uh, something that I was gonna bring up too. Actually, was that you and Steven talked about was this like I can't remember exactly what you were saying, but I think Steven maybe was like yeah, maybe it was Steven, maybe it was you, but kind of like this uh, concept of making money and and a person being worth so much an hour and you're just like a body making money do you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah what were you guys saying i can't remember um i forgot exactly what he said i forgot exactly what he said in my memory i think he was like wanting us to have like universal basic income and was saying yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's ridiculous that we need about. to work for things like <laughs> just ridiculous literally, that we need to work like literally working for things is horrible I, I really think that's what he was saying now that you said it again i thought i was like being a little uh, dramatic but i really think that's what he said now he was he was way more practical and he was he was talking more about policies right was very much about policies he was talking about how this universal basic income and and uh, works and what kind of what kind of policies was he uh, exposed to when he landed in New Zealand and how that helped him? Right. Um, yeah. That's the that unemployment in New Zealand. I think he was talking about. Well, I wrote a couple notes because I wanted to ask you something. Oh, I. Well, I'm just trying to see where I want to go. Um, I really want to know what you think a world with universal basic income would look like, though. <laughs> it's a start. It's a start. You're still, uh, you're still, you're, you're, you're still dependent. That's, right. That's the key. That's what I'm like. I I read this great book. That I highly recommend. Uh, Twenty one lessons for the twenty first century, and he, the historian talked about the author. He's a historian. Talked about universal basic income, and at the time, I was like, sick. Like this is cool. We're gonna get paid just for like living. This is great. But now I have a little bit different perspective in that I don't want someone else to control how much I'm valued, I well, guess, or how what, what how, how is this start, working? I, I the best when I go to shop, let's make the let's okay. So this is we need to make a decision at this point, and the decision is how do I think about this, right? When I want to make a decision, for example, for something very very easy like shopping. This is how I make the decision. I go online and I research. And how do I do research? I say, okay, I need new speakers. What speakers are supposed to do for me? I want a small Bluetooth speaker, blah, 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 blah. I go online and I find the best Bluetooth speaker. Why? I want to see what the best of the best of the industry 
has to offer and which features am I giving up when I'm, you know, downgrading the, 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 the price, you know, when I'm going down. So basically I start from ideal, the best of the best, and then I, you know, find what I actually really am comfortable with paying for at that point, right? If I would, if I would have unlimited amount of money, of course, I would always go for the ideal. So the same decision I always apply, the same decision making, uh, 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 what's the name, uh, methodology I always apply to almost any other. I first start from ideal. What is the ideal? What would be ideal for you? For example, what is the point of uh, an, an, this, this, this type of income? The point is that you are quote unquote free. What would be ideal freedom for you, Lindsay, for example? Let's start with that. You're asking me what would be the ideal freedom for me? Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. Define how would you find your life to be ideally free. You can go as far as you can, like shed off the constructions of everything, the system, the everything that you want, that you think of usually when you think of your ideal life and go and just share that vision of your ideal freedom life, life in your, your ideal freedom. What is it? Okay, so first of all, I just need to take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm just tapping into what freedom really feels like. <laughs> this is home, by the way. This is where I am trying to live, you know. This is that place. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what freedom is for you. Um, okay. Well, when you first asked that question, all I'm picturing is like me on a on a beach, wind waving through my hair. That's it. That's it. That's it. Shed those constraints, girl. Open that mind. Literally, all I've ever wanted to do since I was a child. I just banged the microphone, so I'm gonna say that again. Literally, all I ever wanted to do since I was a child was just like live on the beach. I love swimming. I love the ocean. I love being near water. I love being in the water. I love traveling. I love meeting new people, seeing new cultures, helping people, knowing that I have the capacity to help people. I My ideal day would be like waking up feeling super energized, well rested, having a cup of tea, writing in my journal, reading a book, stretching, taking care of my body, eating a super nourishing meal being able to like disconnect from the world for a little bit and honestly just like go about my day just being me like <laughs> just like doing whatever it was that I wanted to do that day I think that would be freedom and I guess or a week or a month or we yeah for however long I'm just mean like because I would just take each day as it is like just not even having to look for energies energies would overflow to not only just one day but for me i would just even have energy that will you know go over a, a week and a half and i would just follow that energy you know what i mean i know what you mean yeah i mean i was just picturing i'd be free forever like i'm just this is like i'm liberated so i just take every day as okay okay, okay. A, as each day but yeah the energy would probably carry over i don't know though sometimes i have like super high energy one day and then i'm like 
I go to bed and I wake up the next day and it's just gone. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to say, uh, yeah. No, I I forget what I was gonna say, but oh, I remember. I was just kind of comparing, or I guess I wasn't comparing. I was contrasting the way that I felt when I got my first desk job working nine to five Monday through Friday with what freedom is because that was when I felt the most constrained and the least free and I had good pay I had great benefits I had unlimited vacation but I wasn't fulfilled okay so I, I was just saying basically the opposite of that would just be to be able to do whatever I wanted every day and, and not have to fit into this like box or idea of what I'm supposed to be doing or what I should be doing. Mm. Yeah, you, you don't feel your potential basically is being anywhere close to being utilized or seen or accepted or, you know, oh, yeah. recognized. Living up to You're my not... full potential would be absolute freedom. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. What about for you? Oh, man, where to even begin? Where to even begin? Not when it comes to me, but when it comes to you, like, because there's so many things that you just said right now that are contradictory to what typical liberal point of view is and why basically everything that you said goes against the the, the quote-unquote the proofs or ideas why and what are people motivated to do and uh what and how do they want to spend their time of course you are like we are we are not the average people i mean an average person average person would not would not that's not the first thing that the the, the the that would come to an to a mind of an average person average person would probably say i would go to the bar and you know drink or <laughs> you know <laughs> go party and you know but basically that's venting you know that's venting because the, the average person is uh, is under a lot of stress and they usually have uh, how can, can i say also again culturally normative you know this this kind of very usual common way of dealing with the stress and it's 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 okay you know you don't go from a stressful environment into um exiting comfort zone you go back to the comfort zone from the stressful environment right you need your security blanket so that security blanket is sometimes beer a game a tv show or whatnot you know <clears throat> something easy right so that would be probably you know something the reason why all these uh, all, uh, that the that the, the uh, universal basic income is being uh, pushed against back because that's that kind of tendency for the people to go back to their comfort zone and quote unquote do nothing the dirty word of capitalism mm -hmm. is uh is is that the uh, you know it, 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 something that is being then described as uh humans are by nature lazy and I just wanted to tap on that to just say how, of course, we're not lazy. Of course, there's so many people that once they get freed from the shackles and the stress and the, uh, of this of this overwhelming, uh, ever present, ever present management of their lives through 
work, job, family, everything, like pressure, pressure, pressure from everywhere. Once you escape from that in one way or another, uh, or liberate yourself, escape is maybe not the word, then you get to exactly start doing that, untapping and liberating your, your potential. And even someone like you, that you are not an average person, took a deep breath, took a moment to say, oh, let me actually remember what it is. Why do you need to remember? Why, if you are truly living in the world of meritocracy that America is all about, that this world that we are everywhere in, supposedly, where everybody gets what they deserve, why we are not then able to live to our full potential? And this, this is like I'm, I'm, I'm also sharing my political, you know, side. But I, I, I just don't want to be stuck in spiritual. <laughs> you know, I think spiritual is really is is amazing wing, but there are other wings. You know, we live in a world with people, so we need to be social and political. Political ways of of discussing things are for me basically just, you know kind of technical social aspect of living with people humaning yes <laughs> of humaning right even even if you and me to tomorrow decide okay let's make a commune we need to set up certain things how do, where are we going to live in that commune and that defines the politics right that that's when the politics start how do we govern it how do we do it so even in the ideal like you know no rules kind of way of living you still have this kind of management or something that you know has to deal with the complexities of of everyday life of literally like feeding going to the bathroom cleaning the bathroom and who does what and why and why do i deserve to clean the bathroom and stuff like that you know and this is all literally politics anyway <laughs> no that's true I was gonna let you keep going. You said anyway, so I was just waiting. Well, I was thinking you still didn't share your what's freedom for you. I will. I will. I just wanted to see if you want to to oh. to, to. Um. Well, one thing came up that I forgot, but I'll remember it. And the other was. Yeah, I guess I still just wanted to touch again on like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't like the pol political, I don't like the political stuff. Um, you don't? No, I, I guess I do and I would. It's okay not to like it something. Was, Why do you not like it? Well, no, I just, I don't think I understand it, but I do think it's necessary. Mm -hmm. But when I picture the political side of things, like I was picturing myself living in a commune and like, I would just want to be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want someone telling me what to do. I would I would elect you to be a dictator. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I, mean, I, I think I'm really good I, at compromising. Did you see what I did there? Elect you to be a dictator because dictators are not by definition elected. Yes. That's, wow. <laughs> Sly. Slick. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking about you with, I was thinking about with universal basic income. Yeah. Like I want to I want I want to say I want to be in control of my life. 
Yeah. But I don't need to be in control of my life. I per se, I want to be the only human in control of my life, I should say. What does that mean? Like I think that there's uh, I would I think that there's some type of higher energy self god whatever you want to call it and like i don't really need control in that sense but i wouldn't want someone like on earth to be telling me what i can and can't do and how i need to live oh, my life okay, okay 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 and saying oh here's your portion of money that you get okay you're talking about basically freedom and how much uh, freedom uh, upper. okay okay i think you, you uh, yeah okay continue yeah i mean maybe i went off on a tangent but no it's not um i guess yeah this that's is, why i was talking about the politics because this is very political this is that's this is the 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 point of um anarchy anarchism uh so anarchists and communists but mostly anarchists are arguing against why should actually anyone have any kind of con that kind of control over our lives like why should there be an entity that has ex ex exclusive exclusive power over people like for example if you go and you know kick another person that's violence if a police officer kicks another person that's you know totally legitimate so this is called legitimate use of power and only the state has the legitimate use of power in you know this type of governing but anarchists say no 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 thank you and there were used to be there were some anarchists you know right communes and stuff like that where people had no one to they, they had no state to tell them okay this is this so what how they organized like against crime and stuff locally so you would have you know like trey or a bunch of other people going around neighborhood doing a patrol watch and stuff like that but there wouldn't be like someone else telling that community that commune that 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 group of people that live from their own labor on that particular part of the soil what they can and can't do because they are not actually involved into producing and contributing anything to that community so why the fuck do you then where do you get legitimacy to to get to to justify yourself putting some uh, any kind of constraints on what i can and can't do with the things that i already am making by myself like there is literally nothing that comes from the outside in this in this in this respect if, if it's not free some kind of trade or something like that but that's that's another topic right and that makes me think also i just don't think anybody's fit to have that kind of i think you said earlier executive power exclusive exclusive power. yeah i was like wait no it wasn't executive i don't think anyone's fit to have that exclusive power and that may be the most frustrating part for me is that someone has this power that i am like authority. i don't they have the, this authority that i don't see they don't fit the authority that they have they don't yeah I, they don't I, it's I, not I, adding up uh, when i heard that uh, in like movies and tv shows like oh he has problem with authority i was like uh 
what's wrong with having a problem with authority? I do. I have a problem with authority. And I think that's that's a plus. That's not a minus. If you don't have a power with authority, then you're a sheep. You know, what? what what's, what's, the, what's the problem there? You know, don't bend your head. Of course don't. Use it. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what head is for. Not for bending. It's for using. So use the head. Go against authority. I, I mean, of course. Go ahead. Be smarter than authority. That's that's my that's my point. Don't be don't try to be stronger. You can't. You're not. Right. I was just thinking about. I always wonder, just what it was like for my parents raising me. Because my mom always told me like, you're really gonna need to be your own boss. You cannot work for anybody. You really like you don't listen and you just are always not arguing but just questioning like why are, why are things this way? Why do I have to do it this way? Like. I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it my way. My way or the highway. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, 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 I am, I am doing my best to be mindful about not having that my way or the highway uh, <laughs> attitude. I might know best for me, but I don't always, I don't ever know best for other people. Other people always know what's best for them. When when it comes to I think that 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 approach my way or the highway that you're talking about I think that it's coming from a very very good place. Uh, the, the 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 issue the issue is not the issue but the kind of um, the thing that I'm seeing is that if you if you get kind of like used to in seeing and interpreting that. Um, that uh, that that said sentiment that you are trying to articulate in, in this way, my way or the highway. If you get kind of used to uh, in, in 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 just seeing it only in this way, then it can uh, over uh, become you know that uh, just a blind habit that that you that you then go and implement. It's that's it. I'm I'm my boss. I know I can't be different, and that's it. And then you just accept this as something that is part of you, quote unquote, like unchangeable, each unchangeable part of you. But if you start asking yourself about the method, not the the sentiment that you're trying to articulate, but what, how are you trying to articulate that? If you try, start questioning, what are you trying to articulate? and how and and to find different ways and to really start meditating on, on on the sentiment itself and what is it what is that that you feel inside when you feel that you know then new ways of like uh, new words will come about from those new words new sentences would come about from those sentences new ways of thinking will come about and from those ways of thinking new uh habits or new ways of um, new patterns of behavior and then we finally get to totally brand new you know and maybe positive better uh, how can I say uh, better social socially more adequate ways of articulate that sentiment let's let's put it like that so that was that was that's 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 how I usually go about it. yeah and as you're saying that too Kaya, please go lay down. Your nails are so loud. Can you, you might not be able to hear, but yeah, the microphone picks it up you. and it's like annoying. Kaya, go lay down. 
Um, as I was, as you were, as you were talking about that, I was also thinking that I can be sometimes that my way or the highway, uh, type of person, but more often than not, I just see things differently and I think that there's like a more efficient way to do them or a better way or a different way. Like I just think every employer I've worked for or every teacher I've had, I've been like, why are they doing it this way? There's such a better way to do that. Yeah. So I think that's also just like, I don't know what I would call that, but. Yeah, that's, it doesn't have to be my way, but I think it's sometimes silly when someone is my manager or something and I think I'm smarter than them. (laughs) 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 Which I also wanted to talk about, oh, I remember, I wanted to talk about your, your discussion or your conversation with Mia when you both were talking about how think you were talking about how we associate value with people when we determine if they're smart or stupid okay what about that and i just i'm just very fascinated with it um because i i agree i don't think that i love what you said about um I'm articulating my words here. I love what you said about people who... I love what you said about... What am I trying to say? When you said that people are not less intelligent because they might think slower. And just talking about kind of, I guess, the different types of intelligence or that someone who we might consider smart or intelligent or stupid or dumb or whatever judgment we place on them like that's just a snapshot it's not really their actual full self and capabilities Hmm. it's it's really goes down to being superficial it's it's what it is yeah i like that use the word like you really don't want to quote-unquote waste time or energy thinking about other people which is i mean bogus what are you thinking then (laughs) like everything that you can think you're thinking through words language itself is developed so you can communicate with other people you're not you're not using language to talk with stones so everything that you are you are predefined by society by people you know we do not exist outside of people you know so um to understand other people is of course to understand yourself and what we are as humans and everything else that surrounds our species so then you know monkeys trees and then you go to literally everything like the universe itself you know the atoms so everything we can only understand from the perspective and perception of subjective human we cannot understand it through anything else so when you're saying someone is dumb and you're taking a snapshot and you're not being any any you know going not in any kind of depth 
you're literally just giving up on humaning. You're literally just giving up. You're saying, okay, uh, yeah, I am human, but I'm not gonna be. You know, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> not today, not today. Not, not what do we say to the god of humans? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also, okay, in that, I guess I don't know if this is. I think this is related, but you were also talking. You were talking about how to change the subconscious. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about subconsciousness, yes. And have you you said you haven't found a way to change the subconscious or to update it or I don't know what the phrasing that you used was. Um I was I was intrigued uh, if there was a way. I was I was trying to experiment with that which was a very bad idea. But um <laughs> why is yeah. that a bad idea? Because I got uh, that's that's how I trigger one of the it's it's at least a third of my trigger of of the reason how and you know the circumstances of how I triggered my anxiety, so it, that's that's why it was really bad, and also I was doing it alone and I wasn't guided and I wasn't doing it in any sort of you know good way. So, what were you yeah. doing? Hmm? What were you doing? I can't talk about it because it, it, it gets it's gonna get me triggered okay. and stuff. So, well, but uh, basically, if you if you wanna dwell about self subconsciousness, you know, Eastern philosophies. Uh, I read in this um, book Zen Masters of China and uh, the prologue, the the you know the pre word. Um, there there is a very nice discussion about how West sees subconsciousness and consciousness and the west and the east is subconsciousness and consciousness and in the east they say okay so the subconsciousness is the driver and you know the consciousness is basically just you know kind of day-to-day -day manager you know he just it's basically like you have you have the captain and the captain is subconscious and then you have the the, the engine workers and all these like technicians that deal with the actual you know little you know facilities of of of, of running the, the whole ship but who is driving the ship that's definitely subconscious but in, in in the west they say oh no it's other way around you know you have the captain which is you know the conscious and of course i'm much more closer Wait, to in the... in the west they say the conscious is the captain and the subconscious yeah, is yeah. the the subconscious is like just dealing with you know the you know up the, the balance so you know like if you if you have problem if you can't walk up straight you know like on two legs but you fall down for example you know that that balance yeah uh, the fact so that is of course driven by you know that's the, 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 the subconscious not the, the subconscious subconscious but you know that that's the process yes actually if you google that it is a subconscious so yeah it's subconscious so and other things like that like i remember reading an article or seeing a, a title for an article the guy who has a problem with uh walking he has to put every step he has to make a conscious effort in order to walk you know like that that's how that's 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 like you have you have these right. kind of examples okay. in which you can see which processes that you are doing every day are driven by conscious uh, conscious parts of your mind and which are you, you know, by subconscious and in the east and in the east they, they of course say like basically your life when, when you when you are who you are what you want to be 
where do you want to do well, all these things what job are you going to take what university are you going to go in which kind of girl are you going to get married how many kids are you going to have how are you going to raise them all these big life questions are basically determined by subconscious so when it comes to your consciousness they say okay in consciousness you're literally just choosing what maybe uh, what what flavor of food are you going to eat that particular moment you know very momentarily momentarily kind of decisions you know which which sound which um, uh, song are you going to play but basically genre and uh, the time and the place where you're the playing the song is already maybe in major major part this decided by the the subconscious and then you have you know small uh, this variation when it comes to i guess uh, just day and the emotion and the feeling and the mood which is something that is also in consciousness. I'm not an expert on this, so I'm just kind of trying to remember from all the things that I kind of learned. But yeah, that's okay. No, good. that was a good that was a good explanation. You can. I, I'm trying to give some examples that everybody can relate and that everybody can say, oh, yeah, yeah, this is something that I'm actually aware, and yeah. this is something I'm not aware when yeah. I'm making a certain decision. And of course, that's the the, the the key definition of subconsciousness: being unaware of the decision that you're making. So, so do you think that do you think that self hypnosis or hypnosis can help your subconscious? I don't know, I don't know much about hypnosis. Okay, I was just curious. I just I just am about to start reading a book about it. So. Then you will I'll, be able I'll let to you tell know. us more I'll let you the know next on the next, episode. Yeah, I'll let you know on the next episode. But I am reading a book, a, a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Oh, Breaking the Habits. The habits of, you know, the patterns of behavior. That's what defines basically everything. So what are you reading there? What are you learning? Well, I was thinking it's also in the book Why Buddhism is True, but I'm not positive. Um, so I'm reading them both. Well, not at the same time, but I'm almost done with the other one. Uh, so breaking the habit of being yourself is, from my understanding, it's written by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he no. he's a neurologist, I'm pretty sure, and... The whole book is basically about how our habits and our mostly our thinking patterns, which I would describe as our subconscious, do define our life and the choices that we make and, and the life around us. And he gives a technique at the end, a meditation technique of basically um, well first he talks about the gap between who we show to the world and who we actually are and that a lot of unhappiness or discomfort or lack of fulfillment comes from that gap like putting and that's why a lot of people have like a midlife crisis because they kind of are like oh I've been living this life and I you know they suddenly wake up and they're like oh like this isn't even who I want to be I'm not doing what I want to do I'm not around who I want to be around but 
our brains get so used to that that we just continue to make kind of the same choices. And then basically the technique of getting into changing the habits in your mind, the patterns in your mind and your subconscious is meditation and mindfulness meditation. Mm -hmm. It is in the Why Buddhism is True book. Yeah, but, well, that's 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 the thing. Like, it's it's very simple to me. You start with focus. Yeah. Everything starts with focus. That's why it's mindful. Why mindfulness meditation? Then you focus on the emotion. Why do you focus on emotion? Because emotions talk, and when they start talking, they produce, as I say, first. So it's like a tree, and then it starts to branch into more and more complexity. But you focus to find the the roots of that tree. To the seed, the seed, okay, and that from that seed, that that seed produces words, just a couple of words. Then, as you focus more, as you keep on meditating on it, it will produce sentences, and it starts speaking up. You know, when you start talking to it, then you develop a relationship. If you talking while feeling this emotion, while personifying this seed, becoming this seed through meditation. Like, so, so you assume that I, you, you allow all of yourself to be consumed by this one emotion, this one sentiment, whatever that is that you're trying to tap on. Then it will create like the whole kind of conversation, the whole way of thinking really. And then from that point on, you literally just are handed down with a tool you have this you have this philosophy or way of thinking or whatever that you want and then you have a decision like the decision is do i want to practice and make this something into actual physical reality of who i am or i don't and if you want then uh, what you need to do is literally apply that um, to your life to kind of have tabs on it just pin it literally have it physically pinned on your monitor to remind you what you are striving to do like if it's whatever that 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 came to be if it's as you say you know and it can be anything so then if you want to apply that then you just need to keep reminding yourself to literally overwrite your existing your existing types of behavior patterns. yeah patterns of behavior with a new or to add so it depends if it's something brand new if you never had this sentiment before expressed in such a way then you know you're not overriding you're just adding but if you are sub you know uh, changing it instead of something replacing it then then at the same time you are like yeah like this is not you need to consciously make that 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 kind of constant reminder. Oh, every single time when you catch yourself, whatever, feeling jealous or feeling that you need to smoke a cigarette or whatever the damaging or the pattern of behavior that you want to change, then like, I hate going to the gym or something like that. Oh, no, I like to have a good body. I like being having a, a catalyst to experience that I can actually, you know, enjoy. And through that kind of way of thinking, I create in myself a person 
who loves going to the gym, who loves working out. So uh, yeah, it, it makes it makes very simple, easy to follow uh, guide guidance to this. I've, I've done this thousands of times, like so many times. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to point out. I just wanted to point out the word remind like yeah break it down because i have also been getting more interested into in i've been getting more interested in words and how we speak them and breaking down breaking down the rhythm that we speak them in to really hear like the root of it and just kind of understand it in a different way and then I wanted to ask you, what do you think is, what do you think is the most challenging part of using those affirmations and, or using that affirmation technique? And do you think that you need a step in between the override in which you tap into your feelings and emotions i guess it's complicated it depends on person to person i've never guided anyone else or had someone else's experience within this transition so nobody shared this experience with me while being in transition Uh, so i don't know how other people's minds work when it comes to this Um, uh, for for me um how it works for me is it's it's hard, but I like it like that. <laughs> like um, my my abs of my mind are visible. <laughs> I, I work out my mind a lot, so uh, no pain, no gain, right? So I'm, I'm I always had this uh, what's the name um, drive towards being totally hardcore, you know, being totally devoted to something to its extreme almost. So I'm not a stranger to, you know, having incredibly intense uh, psychic and emotional experiences. This is this is something that is very familiar for me. But most people are not like that. So for them, this would probably be quite unpleasant experience, something that they would want to avoid. So for them, um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I guess if I had a particular uh, person that would go through this then i would know what to say to this person but out of my head i don't know maybe not at the same time i don't know it would be just guesswork do you really think that the average person doesn't have these like psychic and i forget the other word you used but moments well when i say average person i really do mean average person like i do really mean person oh, like an a- like a not- person who's average not like the average of all humans yeah like really like someone who really doesn't doesn't really go into this sort of things that regularly so then everything is new and when these new things are new then you know they're of course you're a little bit uh, uh, the, 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 the default for me is uh, is is comfort zone that's 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 what i say when i say average person is a right. person who lives in the comfort zone basically and exits the comfort zone for moments of kind of maybe joy you know your or stress relief 
you know these sorts of things you don't exit comfort zone necessarily to to push yourself to be something that you don't even know that you are capable of doing uh, kind of a thing you know if yeah. you're talking about these kind of things it's it's very complicated for me to, 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 to say to this average person because average person in my mind is not interested in this right okay I see what you're saying <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say yeah I know like I don't know it would be more it would be like we would be able to have a much more interesting talk about cars and what goes into cars and what parts of cars um, than, 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 than about mind and how mind works. That's so far away, you know, from from the reality or, or daily daily kind of experience of, of the of the person. So it's it's really hard. But anyway, right. Oh, one thing I do want to say is that. In that Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself book, there's a little bit of information about psychology or how the brain works and the different brain waves. I think. Oh, alpha, alpha, beta, gamma, right? Yeah. And theta and beta. Yeah. Alpha, beta. What did I say? Beta? Alpha, okay. No, no, you did say, I was like, I think you said that one, but you didn't say theta, right? No. Okay, so. I don't know which one corresponds with which, but when we're like a child, like zero to seven, we're like really impressionable, you know, you know this. And our brain waves are in a certain state that kind of just absorbs. And then as we get older, we don't have that brain state as much. And the way that we can change our subconscious is by meditating to get ourselves into that state. And the diagram in the book is like a circle kind of representing our brain in um, in like the top quarter is the consciousness or our consciousness and which he also thinks is like there's a quantum field and it's there he talks about that he doesn't think there's a quantum field he talks about the quantum field and collective consciousness as well and this there's a line between the consciousness and the subconsciousness of someone's brain or all of us actually <laughs> could be either. Um, and that meditating helps us to like sink down into that subconscious. And then a technique that he uses is asking certain questions and then during the guided meditation, yeah, rewiring, like you said earlier, certain thoughts or certain parts of ourselves that we would like to be different if they were our ideal self does that make sense mm. yeah yeah that's 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 i absolutely agree with all of those things so I've, i'm on week two of the meditations i didn't add in week three yet but they're all stacking on top of each other they're all stacking on top of each other i'll have to give you info Uh, it was nice talking to you. It was nice talking to you too. This Have a great. very good night. Sleep well. Thanks, you too.